Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. By the way, it's Jeremy Luan today. Yes. Joe Snedeker. I didn't know. Again, we didn't have a heads up. It's okay. Oh, you know who got a heads up? Who? Johnny Lucas. Oh, okay. Well, it's all right. I said something. We love talking to Jeremy. He's great. I learned something new watching this morning. I always watch the uh, 430 or 5. Jeremy Luan, they were commenting on his clothing. Okay. And says he looks, they said he looks very nice wearing like a suit. And he said he thrifted it. I never heard that as a, uh, a verb. <laughs> he thrifted it. Yeah, I thrifted it. Um, and he said he gets all his, clo- all his clothes from thrift stores. And I was like, how about that? There you go. It might have something to do with how much money they make. I don't know. Right. But either way, I thought that was kind of neat. I'm like, oh, that's cool. I'm like Joe who goes to all those fancy uh, I tell you gourmet the, clothing shops. Is the, that what they call them? I, the younger generation. <laughs> the younger generation yeah. is very much into thrift shops. My daughter, when we're passing anyone yeah. by, she's like, hmm, can we stop in? So they love doing that. And look, no offense to Joe. I love Joe. Yeah. But when it comes to dressing um, he yeah. kind of has the bar a little low there. So really, you can probably show up in almost anything. And it's, you're looking nice today. <laughs> I think, honestly, it's why people like Joe as much as they like him. You know, uh, if they do, if they're fans of Joe. Because uh, there was a day he was wearing a red, like, kind of flannel plaid shirt. Mm. And I remember it because he's like, I have to go shoot a video. And then I saw the video this morning for the first time. I thought, there it is. He's got, like, one nice shirt. Right. Like, that's like a lot of guys. I'm, I'm that way, too. Like, I actually told my wife recently, I'm like, I have to get a nice shirt just to hang up for, like, viewings, because I never am ready for these. For viewings. And Yeah. Like, I, <laughs> I look like. We're at that point. It's not for weddings. It's not. No, <laughs> I, I can I can miss a wedding or I can, you know, there's more lead time for that. Mm-hmm. Usually it's like, oh, something happened. I have to go to this. I never feel like I'm dressed nice now. Anyway, maybe. I thought that was cool, the thrifting thing. And yeah. Anyway, thrifting here we is are, awesome. Friday. So we'll be chatting with him a little bit uh, later on. Um, we got a lot of things, obviously, to talk about. We will, uh, first of all, we'll talk about the president last night, yeah. addressed to the nation in a speech from the Oval Office. Uh, he made his case for the U.S. to continue to stand firmly behind Israel and Ukraine in their separate fights. And, you know, explaining to people why that's important. Because, you know, and, and there are concerns, especially in Ukraine, that as attention is focused on Israel, that people will forget about the fight right. in Ukraine. I mean, it's it's yeah, it's not easy to make some of the claims he made or you know, to connect the dots a little bit. But he did talk about this, you know, an important time in history. We're facing an inflection point in history. One of those moments where the decisions we make today are going to determine the future for decades to come. I mean, it's on a grand scale. I think everybody can relate to that one. Sure. You know, at least on a personal level. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, 
hear you. I guess he's, he also talked here, and there's so much he covered last night in hey, such right. a short amount of time uh, that I wish he had slowed it down a little, long, a little bit. What? Not that he was talking fast. It just it was. I thought uh, it went longer than. It, it, I didn't think it was too long. I just uh, thought it was going to be you know 10, 15 minutes, which I think it was. It was. It was just over fifteen minutes. It was fine. I thought because I thought he was able to weave it together. To there was a lot crammed in there. I a, thought. I thought him explaining. Um, how, you know, because there's a lot here. I mean, obviously what happened in Israel was horrific and he's trying to weave that, you know, into the the need for um, them to hunt down Hamas, which I think everyone would get, but he also trying to explain, obviously, the importance of keeping the Palestinian people separate you know, the actual people right. separate from Hamas. Here's I have and, a clip and, here. and I think he also it worked out well when he talked about what had happened after 9-11. Um, you know, there were things that we had done that we looking back now agree should not have been done. And, it, right. and it's basically saying learn from us to Israel. Yeah, you mentioned uh, his connected because you know you want to stand up for Israel. You also want to understand you know, there's people in Palestine who are not uh, exactly they didn't ask for this. Right. Um, he, he did They're connect human. them. I mean, they, we're he, human as human, and we have to care for others. In Israel, I saw people who are strong, determined, resilient, and also angry, in shock, and in deep, deep pain. I also spoke with President Abbas, the Palestinian Authority, and reiterated the United States remains committed to the Palestinian people right to dignity and to self-determination. The actions of Hamas terrorists don't take that right away. We can't ignore the humanity of innocent Palestinians who only want to live in peace and have an opportunity. Then he had to make that sharp turn. I thought it was a sharp turn, at least. You know, where you have to go from Israel and Palestine, different people, Right, whole different, different situations, problems, but right. they're still human. And then trying to, you know, flip that switch, which he did, where he, you know, connected Israel elsewhere in the world. The assault on Israel echoes nearly 20 months of war, tragedy, and brutality inflicted on the people of Ukraine, people that were very badly hurt since Putin launched his all-out invasion. We've not forgotten the mass graves, the bodies found bearing signs of torture, rape used as a weapon by the Russians and thousands and thousands of Ukrainian children forcibly taken into Russia, stolen from their parents. It's sick. Yeah, I mean, it was... uh, I thought he did a fine job. I thought he uh, was able to talk about it with passion, um, seriousness, right? Compassion as well. And I think also, um, you know, talking about the bigger role that the U.S. plays in the world. Right. Um, A world where we are seeing changes in different parts of the world from what it was like post World War Two. We're seeing a lot of fact fractures. We're seeing a lot of um, aggression. And I think we can understand. I can see a connection when you look at what happens in Israel, what happened in Ukraine. And uh, he's right about Putin. I mean, if you think that he would stop at Ukraine. You were wrong. I do not believe he would stop at Ukraine. Right. And they and he felt that he could go in there and take that over in just a matter of days. And that was how many years, a year and what, a half ago or so? Well, you, um, you talk about, like, you know, just uh, the fractures that happened before World War II or any of the big wars, but also the open alliances that formed. Right. You know, you have... 
you know, and Kim Jong Un <laughs> visiting with Putin and vice versa, and Putin and China, they're just openly kind of uh, hanging together. Sure, saying, "Hey, look at us, we're together." So. Be careful. And then we have, you know, people in our our own politicians, lawmakers, people running for president and others who actually, um, you know, would like to see NATO us leave NATO or NATO disbanded. You know, it's it's crazy. We've uh, we've got a lot of different things from the highest levels of government, Uh, people who have run for office, who have have held office. um, And that's a real concern. Putin is not going to stop at Ukraine. He's just not. So that's why it's important for us to support our allies because right. we need them. But anyway, I, so I agree with what he had to say. And I thought that he said it well. And we didn't need to go for an hour on this thing. But uh, we, we had some more clips. Or oh, yeah, we have tons of stuff to talk more. about. You know, when I mentioned, you know, uh, when I said it, it should have been longer, I, I think it was just a lot of case to be made there that I think a lot of people agree on. Ultimately, I think most people would agree on it. If you took his name out of it, you'd have more people who are Republicans go, oh, yeah, I'm down with this. It's just whoever's in charge, people have these real strong opinions. So, and uh, not even people that are. It was Britt Hume from Fox News came out and was like, this is his best moment as president. Yeah, I, thought, I, okay, I believe right. that there have been um, even some on the right who have said that that was a very good speech. It was very well done. It's something probably one of his best. Um, But he did, I thought, make the case for how, um, as he said, it's vital for America's national security for Israel and Ukraine to succeed in their wars. Right. I believe it is. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Because if you allow this kind of aggression to continue, and he had said that conflict and chaos could spread to other parts of the world. Oh, you know, you've got two different threats. We understand that Hamas terror group. Putin running a country, right? Autocrat <laughs> representing a right. different threat. Uh, but in the but what it is is they want to annihilate another group of people, and would also be happy to get rid of democracy, democracy in Ukraine, democracy that Israel has. Um, so obviously, we also have another situation right. in in Washington D.C. Which is we don't have still a GOP House Speaker. So what is going to happen now? Yesterday was mass confusion. Oh, Jim Jordan's going to go for a third vote. Oh, no, he's not going to go for a third vote. They're going to vote on giving this McHenry, the temporary speaker, more power so they could do some things. Then there was like a four hour meeting about that. No, we're not going to do that. So, like, what the hell is happening? And then yeah. you see in today's, I believe it's uh, Citizen's Voice, there's a headline. Muser may seek House Speaker job. I got that notification yesterday. I was in the middle of doing something. I didn't read it, but I said, like, all right, maybe he's next. I mean, okay. He's supporting Jim Jordan. He's a big supporter of Donald Trump. Yep. He also is one of those who was okay with overturning what happened here in Pennsylvania, the election yep. in 2020. So if he is, he's in basically upset with what's going on in Washington as a Republican. He said, I'm considering it because I'm not going to let this kindergarten continue. I'll do it. The kindergarten is a part of what he has done. The kindergarten are people that he supports or their ideas that he supports. The problem you have is there are a number of moderate Republicans who don't want these extreme views. 
And then if they want to reach out to Democrats, do you think a Democrat is going to put Jim Jordan up as a House speaker no, when the Republicans can't even get it together for themselves? And if Dan Muser tries to throw his name in there, too, do you think they're going to support Dan Muser? The only chance I think Dan Muser would have, because I think his uh, resume would probably line up with Jim Jordan as far as things that people are voting against. If you're going to vote against Jim Jordan, you're probably going to vote against Dan Muser for the same reasons, I would think, for right, the, so for the most part. I don't know where he's going to offer a solution. The solution may be in that some people may not know him as well, and he's not as much of a public face of Trump politics or you know MAGA politics or overturn. Even though he was he voted that way, people will learn that. Not as many people know him, and I think that helps him. I think that I, think, it, I don't think he's going to get it. Age, all you need is a couple of people to come out and go. All right, here's where what Dan Muser stands for. Yeah, and then that could potentially go away. I'm just saying, Jim Jordan. If you think about who are the loudest, most obnoxious people out there, if you're in a nitpick and say I hate this person, you're going to go Jim Jordan. You're going to go uh, uh, what's his name, Matt Gates. You're going to say Lauren Boebert. You're going to say Marjorie Taylor Greene. There's some loud voices there. Dan Muser's name does, never comes up in those conversations, so I don't know that he would get the votes. But I think he has a better chance just from flying a little bit under the radar. Can someone tell me what the heck is going on in Oliphant? Um, plenty of things. What is going on in Oliphant? I'm not talking about the pyramid. If you don't know what it's I'm talking about, that's a whole secret thing. That's a joke, by the way. <laughs> Listen to this headline. Two Oliphant firefighters headed to court following heated exchange at Marshwood Road crash. Okay, so a councilman and a former borough assistant fire chief, I guess, both of them got non-traffic citations because of a verbal altercation that happened back in late August at the scene of a crash. There was a confrontation and it had to do with political issues and someone who allegedly was critical of some the council, blah, blah, blah. This is wild. So they were issued citations and they've got to go, you know, to a summary trial. Here's the qu- the quote from the article about this in the Scranton Times Tribune. Oliphant has had problems for years with altercations at fire scenes. Called firefighting for a reason. I mean, there's a reason they call it. That's firefighting. <laughs> it's going right? on. Here, here's the quote. It's been going on for a long time. It predates myself. It's getting worse and worse. So we're trying to curb it. What, so you've got a serious situation, a crash with people injured, and uh, and you've got the police chief saying, uh, we're not going to tolerate it anymore. If you fight on a scene any longer, an elephant, all police officers going to cite you or arrest you. This is crazy. It's just crazy. Um, it's What's really weird, as I look at the story as well, is um, it was the son of one of the guys... Oh, the Oliphant Fire Chief, J.T. Tully, who is Jerry Tully's son. Tully's the one, one of the two that got um, in trouble here, said he had to get between the two men and physically separate them. The younger Tully became uh, Oliphant's fire chief at the beginning of the year. As he broke it up, he told his father and the other he isn't going to allow them to act like that on the scene. I'm not putting up with it, he said. I don't care who it is. I don't care what the premise. Uh, He goes, I'm trying to act as a professional. So he had to even get in between his own dad. You know what the worst part about all this is? I mean, look, tempers will flare, but you're at the scene of a uh, two-car multiple victim crash, and the people there to save you are going, (laughs) no, I'm going to kick your ass! And you're like, whoa. Yeah, it's bad. Back up, people. (sighs) Save the people and deal with this later. We'll talk with Jeremy Luan, who's in for Joe Snedeker. We had such lovely conversations with him. Were you on with me, or were you off when I did? I talked to Jeremy. 
um, as you said, you're like, wait, so it's great conversation. So I was like, all right, we have a couple things in common here. We're going to BS a little bit. And he's not more, he's not really a BS guy. Like Snedeker will talk about anything at any time. Me in going all in. His issues. <laughs> right. So I went in thinking, oh, that's the kind of guy he is. Oh, Jeremy's, no, 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 he's a smart guy. He knows his weather. He's just, but I was like, hey, we went to Rutgers. You went there. And he's like, yes, we did. And I was like, oh. and I felt like I put him in a tough spot. And I apologized to him because I just we had kept a asking great conversation. Questions. He was explaining, kind of he dumbing just, down the weather for me. Did that great. so well. Yeah, yes. he's really good at that. So we'll chat with him a little bit later on and get a look at that forecast. But be ready because uh, next week, early on, and we'll talk with him about this, we could be seeing our first, I guess, frost through most of the area. There's been a few spots that have had frost. All right. Lawyer Sidney Powell, if you remember, released the Kraken, pleaded guilty to reduce charges Thursday over efforts to overturn Donald Trump's loss in the 2020 election in Georgia. So this is the second defendant in this case to reach a deal with prosecutors. She kept saying she was. Did she release the Kraken? I don't know. We Under never... pressure, she a Kraken. <laughs> no, Johnny, nothing. No, anyway, okay. she don't was worry. one of uh, eighteen people. Well, people are surmising that could be what happened. She was charged alongside Donald Trump and seventeen others with violating the state's anti-racketeering law. She right. entered the plea just a day before jury selection was set to start in her trial. So she's going to plead guilty to six misdemeanors, accusing her of conspiring to inter- intentionally interfere with the performance of election duties. So I guess a part of this deal is she'll serve six years probation, going to get a fine of like $6,000, has to write an apology letter this to Georgia. This is the weirdest thing. Yeah. It's very, very has middle to school. apologize to Georgia and its residents. And she also recorded a statement for prosecutors and agreed to testify truthfully against her co-defendants at future trials. So, yeah, there have been a lot of people going, hmm, what's going on? What else could this possibly connect to? Because there are others who say she was in, I guess, at some point a meeting when they had that big discussion about the whole plot to overturn the election. Yeah, I remember her name coming up in, uh, you know, going to put her either in charge of or working side by side with the Department of Justice to try to get what she wanted and have access to things. I mean, and then it, that story kind of went away, mm-hmm. as a lot of things did. So, yeah, she is referenced, but not by name, as one of six unindicted co-conspirators in in the other case, the federal case charging Donald Trump with plotting to overturn the election. That indictment notes how Trump had privately acknowledged to others that Powell's unfounded claims of election fraud were, quote unquote, crazy. Yet nonetheless, he promoted and embraced um, a lawsuit that Powell filed against the state of Georgia, including what prosecutors said were far fetched and baseless assertions. And there are still people who text us with these things. Oh, did you know this happened? And it's like, did you not know that's crazy and it didn't happen? I often think, Nancy, wouldn't it have been a much different, a different kind of problem, but a different world had Trump just said, okay, you know what? I don't like these results. I don't believe these results. Frankly, I'm shocked, but we're going to run again. And announced his candidacy right then for 2024 (laughs) and said, we're going to stay on top of him. And if he does something I don't like, I'm going to call him out and just become a loud voice. No, he didn't. If he would have owned it, we would have been in a much different place for a lot lot of people. Powell gained notoriety, as we just mentioned, because she had threatened in a Fox Business interview back in November 2020 to release the Kraken. That's invoking a mythical sea monster when talking about a lawsuit that she planned to file to challenge the results of the presidential election. So guilty. Uh, She did have a little humor in the court, by the way, because uh, the judge asked, how old are you, ma'am? 
And she said, oh, gosh, and chuckled, 68, despite my astonishingly youthful countenance. <laughs> wow, that's a... That's a <laughs> oh, God. Got to have a little... You got a chuckle. Levity. With the legal folks. Chuckle, chuckle. Um, someone says, I'm a volunteer for... what well, We were talking before about elephants. And, and the quotes that there are a lot of altercations, I guess, on emergency scenes at, in elephant. <laughs> Whatever. Someone says, I'm a volunteer for a lot of firehouses in the area. It comes down to many chiefs and no Indians, as they say. Um, another, um, I appreciate these guys who volunteer and risk life and limb to save our lives and property from fires, but some need to get, they get a little too amped up about firefighting, need to chill out a bit. So. I mean, yeah, there's, it's dangerous, it's stressful, it is, you know, and when those situations are there. Right. You know, it's like a tinderbox. It's, it's ready to go up. And uh, one person does something you don't want to do or it's a power struggle, you're going to end up getting in fights. Got to let you know, someone gave us a heads up here on the text messages as well. Representative Jim Jordan of Ohio will hold a press conference this morning. At eight o'clock this morning. So if we can if we can get that live for you folks, we will. Um, here's what we know: Chairman Jim Jordan, Republican Ohio, holds a press conference Friday at eight a.m. in the Rayburn Room of the U.S. Capitol. That's a host uh, a post by House Judiciary Committee Republicans, and uh, we'll find out today where are we at with this because yesterday there was mass confusion. Is he going to run again for the vote there on the floor, or was he going to bow out? He clearly lost, but he may come out and denounce the results. Who knows what'll happen? Boy, the comeback. Back for the Arizona Diamondbacks after that drubbing 10 to nothing against Philadelphia uh, the other day. Uh, they played yesterday and Arizona won in the end, two to one. Yeah, so I, uh, I, I, again, I don't know why I just can't keep my mind on this. I'm like, oh, yeah, there's a game. And I turn it on because it was around uh, Biden's speech. And I couldn't even see the screen. Was the, it still on then? Because it started, oh, yeah, it, it was at five o'clock. It I was know. Right it. towards the end. That it got to the Biden speech. Right. Yes. So I turned it on and I couldn't even, my screen was blocked by like a, a guide. Mm-hmm. And this is literally the first thing I hear. Kimbrell deals at 0-1. That's into center field. It's down. And that was it. In the score is Smith. And the Diamondbacks walk off the Phillies in game three. Yeah. And all I kept thinking, there's celebration. I'm like, I feel yeah. stupid. I should have yeah. not watched. Oh, anyway, I felt bad. back I felt to bad. the game. Two to one. <laughs> and now uh, they've pulled, uh, still behind in the series, two to one. Yeah, yeah, they're but still the leading. But Astros, Astros. Uh, they uh, came back as well. They were down yeah. uh, two nothing in the series. Uh, they come back against Texas and they've evened things up two to two. So we'll see how it goes for the Philadelphia Phillies. But their bats were a little cold yesterday. What if ticket prices changes. went up? We talked about that yesterday. How cheap you could get tickets for in Arizona. Right. I wonder if they went up from $16 now that they're back in this a little bit. Mm-hmm. Penn State is playing a big game. This is, I would say, the biggest game of the season, would you not? Yeah, I mean, it's pretty clear it's the biggest game. And mm-hmm. if it's not this one, it'll, if, if they win, then you have Michigan as well. Yeah, that's true. Are they looking at, I thought I saw yeah, Michigan's in trouble Michigan's again. Michigan's in trouble for possibly stealing signals. But back to the Ohio-Penn uh, State game. That's a noon kickoff, so it, we're yeah. going to have coverage starting at 1030 in the morning uh, tomorrow. Uh, but this is really big. It's a big game. Um, and people are asking what happens if Ohio State, Penn State, Michigan all f- finish 11 and 1. But first, we got to get through this game, which is uh, number seven, Penn State meeting number three, Ohio State. Wait, what the happens unbeatens. if they all finish? I guess, I guess it's possible. And this is just a sporting news headline I just saw. Um, but let's not get past ourselves. We got to see this game uh, right. through. 
It's the battle of unbeaten teams. And uh, obviously, Ohio State ranked higher than Penn State. But, you know, there's still a chance. Did you see Penn State went back a spot this week after the 60? Yeah, they went back a spot because uh, it was another game where one team did really well. Yeah, so they jumped okay. him. But it's like, yeah, whatever. Oh, yeah. So the number seven from number six. But yeah, after a 63 nothing win. So, yeah, I'll be watching the game and I hope it's competitive. Yeah. You know, I hope uh, this is like the real first challenge for a pretty young quarterback. So yeah. we'll see if uh, how it plays out. I can't wait. It'll be a great game to see. We'll have it for you right here on WILK if you want to yeah. listen to it. Okay. Um, in local news, a couple things to mention. Uh, there's a business that is shutting down after being in business, let's see, like 35 years. It's called Duffy Accessories. It's on Linden Street. And the owner has addressed customers with a note on the sign thanking people. She's had been there since 1988. Right. 35 years. Jewelry and accessory career. And she wrote, I have many great stories and interesting experiences from Main Street to art studios, Indian reservations, international gem shows. Um, Meeting all of you has been the greatest joy. So it's just sad to know that Um, it closed this week after being in business for 35 years. Sad to see it. But, you know. It's been tough for. I've driven by. I remember the window. I'm looking at the picture. I'm like, I've driven by. Not my uh, place. I would stop at for myself. Right. But, uh, yeah. So that's a, that's a good run. Very familiar with it. Just to yeah. have been there before and also uh, seeing it there. It's always sad when you see a, a business go. And you know, a lot of times, yeah. I don't know exactly. They didn't get into the reasons here um, because you know sometimes it's just if someone wants to retire and they don't have someone else who wants to continue things. You know, whether it's in the family or elsewhere. But it's just sad to see that that go. The Kirby Center is reopening. It's reopened after uh, they were shut down quite suddenly because of flooding when they had some kind of a water main break in the building. And that caused a lot of problems a few weeks back. And it shut down the, the Yeah, place. so one of the conversations they had was, like, this isn't the first flooding we've dealt with. We've dealt with far worse. We're going to get this. We just want to make sure we do it right. But yeah, right. they're up and running again. That was exciting because they were yeah. kind of vague for a, a couple of days. Like, we don't know when this is going to open, but right. they're back. Good and as we mentioned earlier, uh, with the House GOP speaker vote still up in the air, Jim Jordan is going to hold a press conference. Um, how interesting it must have been in that four our closed door meeting, I guess, with Republicans yesterday when there was real confusion whether Jordan was going to go back up for a vote or they were going to give this Patrick McHenry, the temporary guy, more power. In the end, they said no no to that. Um, We thought Jordan was not pulling his name from contention and still going to run. So we'll find out at eight o'clock today. But behind the scenes, here's one report. Here's the headline. McCarthy scolds Gates in GOP meeting. Sit your ass down. Can you imagine what it was like? Oh, back I can there? imagine. It seems like it's surprising they didn't do it in public. Mm, yeah, things are just. It's very intense, according to people uh, who were inside the room. It said Gates stood up to interrupt McCarthy and say something. McCarthy shot back what we just said, yeah. and then Gates responded with something back, but we don't know exactly. What it was. A second source said another representative was ready to lunge across the room. Oh my God. Anyway, this is this is where the, things are. That's the calm stuff. You should see some of the text messages they're sending families. This could be really awful. <laughs> Looking at Jeremy Luan on WNEP right now. That's the suit. He said the suit, the vest, the shirt. He said he got from the thrift he store. He thrifted it. I love that. I've never used it like that. I do the thrift store thing too, but I do the thrift store thing. I don't thrift it. Maybe I do, I guess. I didn't know that was a verb.
Yeah, and there's some places you can go and get a really good deal. There are other places I think things cost a little, quite a bit more. It all depends. Yeah. On which one you go to. My daughter's huge into that. If we pass a place, it's like, can we stop there? It's like, God. Yeah, there are some places that only sell the quality, and then there. If you, I think if you find the wrong place, you're like, "Whoa, is that? Does, oh, that's a cigarette burn. That wasn't by design." <laughs> no, that most, explains why it's three dollars. A lot of those places they do kind of go through that stuff. Anyway, um, if you are looking for a job, if you want a new one for the new year, you should apply now. Uh, looking at data from a recruiter, uh, Michael Page is his name. They say you can expect a hiring process to last about 33 days. 51% of those hiring want to get things rolling in the fall. So the new hires will start the new year. Right. So a lot of businesses plan for new stuff starting right after the holidays because you know what it's like right before the holidays between especially Thanksgiving Christmas so many people are off they don't want to be dealing with that and right. if they're also a place that maybe is busy anyway they say uh, smart businesses will be thinking about hiring now so the new starters can kick sorry about that can kick off in January uh, so for those of you who are looking for a new job to start sometime after the holiday uh, you should uh, you should start looking now. Now is, is a good time. I never realized how intricate the hiring process was outside of radio jobs. <laughs> that's really all I've done with my adult life. And I see on like LinkedIn, you see these people going, you know, think positive thoughts for me. I'm about to enter round four oh of the God. interview process. Uh, today I meet with the team. Right. And it's like, well, we're going to run an exercise and then they're going to take my vitals. I don't know, like all these crazy things. And it's like, I know. I'm like, wow, I could probably get through interview one. I don't even right. know what the job is. Maybe two. Just on <laughs> just being a nice guy. But after that, I think I... And what's know, weird is tough. for some people, um, a lot of times these jobs can also just be interviewed through telephone, like a Zoom discussion, which is always so much different than that face-to-face yeah, uh, -face dynamic. Even they use some of these places use AI to screen out resumes. If you don't have certain words in your resume, the keywords or certain right. keywords get pushed to the top. It's like very tricky. Yeah, so, it really uh, is. I hope it really to work here until the day I die. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.